You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hello and welcome to Hyperspace Hangout, a podcast by Star Wars fans for Star Wars fans. I am Matt Starwin. And I am Ezra Skyhopper. Welcome aboard the Outcast. This is the place for all Star Wars fans where we discuss your thoughts and theories about a galaxy far, far away. How many episodes of Goof Troop have you watched, Ez? <laughs> Dude, not... I mean, it's here. Not, what do you think so far, well, man? Not a single one. Not a single. You messaged one. me. You messaged me, and you were like, "Oh man, I just sat down and watched it. It was so amazing." And I was like, "Goof Troop, I know." Uh, yeah. And then you were like, "Oh, Star Wars." I was like, "Oh yeah, I mean that too." All oh, right, yeah, yeah, dude. No, oh my gosh, dude. Yeah. How is how has your Disney Plus experience been so far? So far, so great. I mean, I was just kind of. Uh, you know, perusing, looking at it, uh, seeing what all was there, and it's awesome. I logged in fine. I had no problem. I know pe- uh, some people were, mm. you know, were having trouble. Yeah, I haven't had any issue. Yeah, at all, at all with Disney Plus. I've been streaming. I've been watching on my phone. Um, it seems to run a little bit slower on my computer now. It is, of course, day one, so there's obviously going to be people experiencing issues. My brother is using my login. <clears throat> Uh, better not say what? that. On the, uh, <laughs> but uh, we uh, we share logins there for some other stuff. Um, he had a lot of issues, but I've had none. Huh. So that's interesting. Yeah, because I, I did see on Twitter people were, were having trouble, but uh, it, it was great. And I mean, I was just browsing, looking at all the classics mm-hmm. and the TV shows that are on there. Yeah. And we were just uh, we were just s- s- sifting through songs. Oh wow! Little Rob, little Robin Hood, yeah. little Be Our Guest. Um, you know, just all uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, Ducktales. Right. It's uh, X Men. They the animated X Men stuff. Yeah, yeah. uh, Spider Man. It's all there, man. That's awesome. That's it. Yeah, it's 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 really cool. I'm so stoked that it's there. My, like my sister. I'm gonna have was to. I'm gonna have to today, try out this. You know? I'm gonna have to try out this Rebels thing. You guys keep telling. Yeah, me absolutely, about. you got to. Yeah, it's on there, right? Yeah. Star Wars I mean, Rebels? now you really have to because I mean, Mandalorian is just. It's mm-hmm. it's it's. I think I'm tonight. I'm gonna I'm gonna re- I want to rewatch Rogue One. That's on my that's on my yeah. list. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm 
I'm not leaving my house for weeks. There's so much to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're sounding sick. Yeah, I'm starting to sound real sick, aren't I? <laughs> sick, man. Yeah, go, Snow in there. Going down with something, man. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I got a I got a fever, and the only cure is more Disney Plus. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, dude, I so should we talk about? I it? don't. I mean, you know, I don't know. It wasn't really that. Yeah, big Yeah, it wasn't deal. that big I mean, of a deal. But I mean, The Mandalorian. I just, I. Um, so I watched it last night yeah. when it first came out. I was in bed and I was like, all right, let me just check one last time to see if Disney Plus is live. And it was. And I was like, oh, it's like, it's like, so then I was like, I went from like literally being in bed about to fall asleep to plowing through the first episode of uh, Mandalorian yeah. to then being up for like three more hours just sifting through Disney Plus content. Um, so, and you just watched it. Yes. Yep. Just like finished. an hour. Like ago. literally, yeah, yeah, less than an hour ago. Yeah. Yep. Right. So, so um, you and I definitely, um, I think now that I've had a little bit of time for it to sink in and you've had, you're still kind of on, on the high, we'll be coming at it from possibly two different places. Yeah. Uh, what I think is good. Um, so should we do kind of non-spoilers and then yep. go straight into the spoilers? Yeah, let's just do like two to three minutes of non-spoiler. Yeah, and then we'll, then we'll jump into spoiler stuff. Um, okay, so I watched it late last night. Uh, I thought it was good. I mean, I, I'd give it like I said on Twitter, I gave it around a seven out of ten. Um, and that's not for like the show's gonna be a seven out of ten. It's just it's the first episode. Most pilots are not like these amazing, amazing episodes. Yeah. Um, it was good. You know, I was like, this is definitely this feels like the show a show I would I would watch seasons of. And that's good. I mean, this is the first Star Wars live action. Um, it definitely it still had the Star Wars feel. Which which was good. You yeah. and I both kind of said the music didn't really have that kind of Star Wars feel. It's kind of its own um, music. You know, even in Solo, there are hints of the main themes. Sure, right. Yes. Um, this didn't really have that. It does have the transitions, but they like uh, they didn't seem to be as dramatic as you see in the other Star Wars. Yeah. Um, stuff, uh, movies especially. Um, I don't think it even did a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, and then cut into it. No, no, no. Did it? it? Did not. Like that's that's what that's what they they do in Rogue One and in Solo, is it's a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, but then it doesn't do the crawl. Right. No, it did none of that. Just went right to it. I mean, it it you you could see kind of mm-hmm. they had the you know they showed you the droids or the main characters and like the the red and then the blue. They had a little trend, little kind of cool intro that they had done up for this, but that was it. And mm-hmm. as you said, uh, I guess for me, you know, I thought it was great. I thought it was awesome. Um, absolutely loved it. And it did feel like Star Wars. It it actually felt almost more like I was in, like, like when he's walking through just the city or on a planet and walking past or in a cantina and you see all those different species kind of huddled there together, it just felt real. It felt gritty. It, it felt like the originals. It was it was really cool. Now the music we did say a uh, little bit different, but there were times where I loved the music, where I loved it. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, 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 I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't dislike it. I um, it's just it just it doesn't like it didn't feel like Star Wars. Just like when I as like when you when you think well, go watch Solo. Solo has its own music, but it, it hints at those themes. Right. And and so this was just it was kind of quiet, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't over. It was. There were there were in there were tense moments. 
and I think that was kind of cool. There was like an urgency to some of the music, which is that's when it stood out the most to me. And then I kept telling myself, okay, listen for the music. You know, I, it, it it was great because it did kind of blend. It blended really well, and it, it was something mm-hmm. that was I wasn't thinking about, so it, it complemented it really well, in in my opinion. Um, but yeah, that's that's about all I want to say, non spoiler. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Again, um, um, production value I think is is good. It has a really uh, big budget. It didn't. It did again. It didn't feel like the movies, like because the movies feel especially. Um, I mean, go watch the last uh, the last Jedi. I mean, some of the scenes in that movie, it just feels so grand and so epic. Yeah. Um, this didn't feel like that, but it's, I think it's supposed to, it's a TV show. It's supposed to be a little bit different. It obviously doesn't have the same budget as those movies. Um, yeah. has like a third of those, the, of the budget of those movies. So, uh, yeah, again, I, I think it was, a, it was a solid place to start. Yeah, for sure. Is about, and is about what I and here's the thing. And I know what's, what's great is that we, I, we loved this first episode where there's gonna be more, it's going to continue just to grow and build, but they've already ordered up the second season on this bad boy. And I think they're going to watch the stats real close just to kind of see, how this goes, I it just, I'm sure it's I, everything I'm seeing is positive, so mm-hmm. that's been really, really good and and, and and encouraging too. So, yeah, yeah. So, okay, total spoiler section. <sighs> I'm just gonna say it. I'm just gonna say it. Total spoilers. Watch out here. It's getting hot, and uh, that that boy was our last hope, is what Obi Wan said. Mm-hmm. He said that boy is our last hope and Yoda said no there is another <laughs> yeah <laughs> it may not have been the one we were it thinking it wasn't the one about. we were thinking about you know we've always thought oh he's talking about and then later on he tells Luke in 6 you know there is another Skywalker right you know it's sort of like well he that was a different movie who knows what he was thinking about during Empire you know I mean he good golly he was thinking about his son you know, Yoda was did thinking they, about his son. Did Yoda and did Yoda and Yaddle? Uh, we're just going. We're cutting right to that. We're cutting right to it. I, I, I don't know. Well, that for me was the that for me was the was the kicker because I was watching this and I was like, yeah, it's okay. You know, like whatever. Yeah. And had it just been some guy that they found that was the bounty, I would have been like, okay, like I gotta wait till next week. Yeah. But then they did that, and I was like, I like really kind of set up like in my seat. I was like, whoa, yeah, okay, okay yeah. Now we're. That's what I texted you last night, and I was like, episode solid. It's it's like it's okay, but the ending is like is big deal, it ch- big deal. It changes everything. I mean, it, ch- it literally, it, it's something that um, I don't know if you know this, but in the Baby Yoda, yeah, Baby Yoda. I mean, in the in the EU, George Lucas, there was one thing he basically. I mean, he kind of gave a couple a couple things when they were writing in the EU. He said, stay away from like you know pre episode four, and um, he said, stay away from Yoda. And his species in his home world don't touch it. He wow, yeah, he would not let them touch it. The only thing that he would do was he introduced Yaddle onto the council. And mm-hmm. interesting that he that the only other person who we know that's like Yoda is force sensitive and sits on the council. So a lot of people have speculated that his species are just extremely force sensitive. That it's it's highly unlikely that you would have one of them who wasn't force sensitive. You know, it's it's almost like, unlike humans, the Ewoks. Yeah, I mean, possibly. Well, the Ewoks, man. If you go watch the old Ewoks cartoon, <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> they 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 think it's magic though, but they all believe in it. Yeah, they all of them. Yeah, they do. And but it's it's the Force. It is the Force. I mean, it's confirmed. Yes. I mean, 
Of course, now that's now Legends, you know, extended universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, but but no, it's also, similar. So there's there's another race that entirely believe in the Force. They just think they just think it's it's something different. They think it's magic, right? Right. It, it's, but and they're in tune with so, it. So yeah, yeah, I mean, it's totally possible. Yeah, yeah. So it, it it was just it's wild to me, and I think what I from what I've read and what I knew um, in interviews going into this, listening to Dave Filoni and John Favreau uh, talk about this and everything, it seemed like. You know, John Favreau is in charge. Uh, he's he's doing the the directing, the whatever. The he's in the, the like the nitty gritty. But um, Dave Filoni, I mean, he, like John Favreau sent his story, I believe, to Dave Filoni and said basically, "What do you think?" And Dave is the is the apprentice of George, and he knew that how what Yoda, how significant Yoda and his character um, is to the story, and that his species was sort of untouchable. It's, they're calling it like a gift from George. To Dave Filoni saying, now do what you want. You reveal, you tell people about Yoda and his home world and his species and his people and how precious they are and how rare they are and whatever. And it's just sort of like, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know, man. It, it uh, Mind blowing. There is another. And, and dude, here's the thing. So this little baby Yoda that we, that's what we're going to call him, I guess, baby Yoda. I don't know what else to they call him the right. Yeah, I mean that's that's the only thing. Yeah. So, I he he or she? Do we know? I mean, we don't know, right? I mean, looks just like Yoda. By the way, I mean, not not even like it looks like if if I were to take Yoda back to when he was fifty yeah, I mean, years old. He, he, that's what I'm. I mean, almost, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem like Yaddle was with the milkman on that one. It's, no. It's, <laughs> no, no, she was not. No. <laughs> she was not. But. I, the people are speculating that around 50 years ago, from the time that we what we see here, if you that people have calculated it back 50 years, was about the the, the creation of Anakin. Anakin was created. The midichlorians and Shmi were manipulated, and and he was you know uh, conceived, if you will, right. Anakin. So think of that time that this child is essentially as old as Anakin would be, mm-hmm. and now think about the idea that. Um, that did, I don't know, oh gosh. Did, did the Force create this this Yoda baby? That or there we know people were even speculating that there was a cloning facility and that, the, you know, this is this being around the, the you know, Clone Wars time. Um, did someone clone Yoda? Did someone try to? Well, because that scientist guy, who I don't think we know his name, refers to this which we don't know anything about. We think it's a person as an asset. Yes. And he need, he needs it alive. Yes. Yes. Uh, very for much like so. test, for like testing. It's basically like I need to run tests on him. Yeah. Yes. And, and one thing that told us when we were watching the original sort of, um, you know, the, the first uh, 10, 15 minutes at celebration, it, it, it told me that the, the Imperials want this individual alive for sure if they can but if not they sure as heck do not want this this specimen or this this uh individual to go to the new republic or to go to anyone else besides himself so that's why they issue the the kill order essentially you know uh if if possible and it's just it's literally mind-blowing he's even wrapped in like a brown blanket Mm -hmm. looking like a robe i mean it looks exactly like a baby yoda right uh well and I and I so eventually I do want to go back and talk about the rest of the rest of the episode. Um, but I was just thinking about something here um, before I send us into kind of like 
you know, tinfoil hat, rabbit hole theories. Yeah, yeah. Hear me out. Okay. Okay? Because I think I just realized how we could tie in with one episode of the show, right? Yeah. <laughs> tie in Rise of Skywalker. So, yep. you know, we've been talking a lot about the idea of possibly Palpatine wanting to you know, transfer himself into a younger person, right? Uh-huh. Like possibly Ray, right? Like as a force conduit or, or whatever. Sure. Um, well, if you could transfer yourself into another person, what you know, possibly another species, why not a species like Yoda where you can live for hundreds of years? Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, just because just the, they live nine. Yeah, and that was something that the... Right. Um, that the droid, IG-11, had mentioned. That some species mm-hmm. don't age the same. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Because we were thinking 50-year-old man is what we were thinking. Exactly. And 50-year-olds is a baby. Right. Right. So, I, yeah, I hear you on that. You know, the other thing I was thinking is that, uh, gosh, in another 50 years, this essentially, essentially in another 50 years, this child would be one-ninth the age of, you know, it would be, it'd be one-ninth right. of its air quote life span mm-hmm. uh, as far as what we know. Uh in comparison to Yoda, I think Yaddle mm-hmm. in Legends lived to be 436 years old or something like that. I think I just uh, cl- roundabouts right. there. Now in canon, just to slip this in real quick, Yaddle is not dead. Is yeah, it, which shocked me to the high. I, you told me that I was like, well, what are you reading from? And you're like, Wikipedia. I'm like, what? What they, if we see Yaddle? That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, what happened then to Yaddle? I mean, so I, I kind of think it's one of those things that they just haven't. You know, it's it's stuff that happens in Legends that you're sort of like, you're nodding your head going, well, that's still what happened. Even though Disney hasn't sort of brought it under the canon umbrella, you're kind of assuming that's still how Yaddle went down. Because Yaddle dies before the Clone Wars begin, I think. Mm-hmm. She's on a mission with uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin and sacrifices herself, uh, takes in some biochemical weapon and, and, you know, sacrifices herself for these people. Um, but she was a great collector of artifacts and... You know, Yoda, almost says it's terrible. He held her in high esteem as a guy. Yeah, it may not be the only way he held her. I don't know, man. Him and Yaddle. Uh, it's just, I don't know, it's just, it's just so amazing. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah. I, this was the big one. This is, this is huge. It, you know what it does? I mean, we're going to, are, are you saying to me that in The Mandalorian, we're going to explore Yoda in his species, and we're gonna like like explore the Mandalorians and the I Mandos. Mean, it's possible, like that's two of you talk about some stuff that crazy uber Star Wars fans want more of. They want more Mandalorians. That's become like a cultish type of thing. It's like like people loved Boba Fett. They went crazy. They developed a language. This whole backstory. When you look at Legends, there's so much stuff on the Mandalorians. It's it's awesome. It's really vast, and that's why the Mandalorian mercs are huge. It's just a big deal. Um, people have always been obsessed with Yoda, and it's because less is more a lot of t- in those originals. You know, you didn't have a whole lot of Yoda. We didn't know right. Dilly Squat. And even then, we went to um, the prequels. We got a little bit more of Yoda, but it's just him being himself. We didn't get to explore like n- n- none of the books even. So okay, for example, you have a Shatterpoint book on Mace Windu where it kind of talks about who he is, where he's from. You learn a little bit more about him and some of these other Jedi uh members and stuff, but Yaddle and Yoda get no you don't get a backstory on them. We don't get that. Nope. And now in one TV show, you're going to give us 
possibly the home world or more about the species or how they develop or are they i i don't know man like what's so important about them i guess here's something here's something that just kind of popped into my mind you know george when he originally set out to do this uh what he was talking about like how the story would be passed down through r2 to the wills or in the journal of the wills like years later they would tell this story I've often thought that maybe Yoda and some of the members of his species were the guardians. Perhaps. That were the storytellers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like maybe they, well, storytellers, or that they were kind of chosen to be these, uh, I don't know, like they're, they're ultra force sensitive. Like maybe they're, they're somehow connected to the wills or in, in some way and, and chosen by them to, for some special purpose. I mean, they're not celestial beings, but still, it's, I think they could be, that could be. Something, there's something super special about them. So, anyways, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I just no. Hey, it's it's okay, man. Ooh. Um, okay, so let's talk a little bit about the Mandalorian himself. You know, Pedro Pascal's uh, yep. performance. Obviously, he doesn't take his helmet off, and I don't think he will. Yeah, until yeah. like the last episode. I feel like that's like the cool thing to get you excited for next season. He takes his helmet off or something. Yeah, sure. Which yes. in itself is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he starts out, we're on the ice planet, he kind of just walks into, like, this bar, uh, gets into a, a little bit of a, to- a toss-up, captures uh, a bounty. Um, I think it's kind of funny when he lets him go down to, uh, you know, the, the the lower level of his ship, and then he just, like, st- freezes him in carbonite. But when he sees, like, all the carbonite, he starts to freak out a little bit. Right. Yeah. Um, and then the next thing you know, he's, like, right there, and he shoves him in. Yeah, yeah. That, <clears throat> and I, so I think I think they did a good job of kind of storytelling and building up this this bounty hunter character. The places we see, it's kind of gritty. It's this underworld. Um, it's different than a lot of the other, you know, than other Star Wars that we that we normally see. Um, when he, he when he goes to meet up with uh, what's that guy's name? Werner Herzog or whatever. The guy, I always forget the guy's name. Uh, the actor's name who gives him the bounties. You know, this one's not. Oh, Carl uh, Weathers. No, no, not Carl Weathers. The other guy, the oh. the old the older white guy. What's all oh, the Imperial? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who that guy. Yeah. You, but right, he he. <clears throat> but right, he when he's giving him the bounties, and you know, it's like he's like, well, this is kind of off the books, kind of a thing. They have the they have the stare down where all the the where the um, stormtroopers are like got the guns, and he's like, there's four of us, and one of you. He's like, I like those odds. I thought that was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, that was good. That was good. Um, that just for a reference for people, the uh, <clears throat> that fishy blue, like that first bounty, that guy's name was uh, Mithril, I guess. Some of these names were really kind of hard to catch. I, I thought so. He, th- there's a little bit of comedy thrown in with that character. Obviously, he is he is a comedian, I think, from SNL. Um, so that was kind of kind of cool. And he's he's all upset because he may be li- he may be missing um, Life Day. Which is the holiday special, Life Day. You know, they, they celebrate that on Kashyyyk and, you know, Chewie's there with Itchy and his family and everything. And it's just kind of hysterical. Um, but the fact that they made a Life Day reference is is, is awesome. Uh, so, yeah, that was kind of neat. And then, um, as you said, in that first little part, oh, I wanted to mention, too. Let me see if I can find it real quick. There was, um, what's his name? Well, that well, we did see the the monkey, right? We saw the like the space monkey or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, salacious crumb type of character, who was sitting there getting roasted, which we talked about, and that was kind of funny. So just some of those laughs. Um, let's see, 
Carl Weathers' character, what was his name? He had a, they said it really fast. Um, he says like, it's a car, not cargo, or what is it? It's Yeah, it's something like that. It's something, I'll, I'll find it here in a second. Um, Carga, but, uh, Grief Carga. Grief Carga, there you go. Yeah, he, I, it seemed like what, I mean, he, did he know? Did he know what this, what this was all about? Did he know that this Maybe, was, man. Because he kind of had did. a look there at the end, like maybe he knew something was going on. Like this was this was like, like he maybe did know what they were after. That seems to be the guy who's in charge of the guild. And also, it's cool that they have a guild, like a bounty hunters, you know, uh, guild essentially. And tell as as tell him you may have missed it. You may have missed the uh, the <laughs> cameo down there. You may have, yeah. So after he gets the Beskar. And it's cool because it's got the imperial like stamp in there, and he's um, very much now invested in getting. You, you can also see how the imperials using Beskar really pulled him in to what would was going to be like kind of an air quote like not impossible mission, but a very desperate, you know, uh, mission bounty whatever. I mean, he was the best in the air quote parsec. Uh, but they they lure him in with Beskar because during what we what we heard, and this was the Great Purge, you know, of Mandalore. Um, it looks like the Empire was in there just destroying their planet, taking their precious metal, Beskar, and using it on their ships and everything else. And so to get some of that back for your, air quote, tribe is is pretty awesome. So after he gets that, he goes down to, I don't know, call like a, a Beskar smith or whatever, you know, metal smith down there. Uh, she had an awesome voice, and I, 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 I recognized her voice, but I can't think of who that actress was uh, that, was, that was there that he was speaking with. But on his way down into the underworld, essentially, it would look like it, the music changes. It seems real intense. Uh, you see a bunch of other Mandalorians walking around, some little kids. It seems like it's their own little kind of community. And lo and behold, there's freaking mm-hmm. Boba Fett standing in the shadows. Yeah. You, may, you may have missed it. I didn't know. I we had to go back and, and take a look. So again, we've already said spoilers, and people are debating whether this is Boba Fett or not. But you said but it's it, confirmed in a Van, like a Vandy Fair article, right? Well, they pretty much say it. I mean, it's they're, they're calling him. I mean, he looks like Boba Fett. He's got literally the red trim around the visor. He's got a dent in the same spot that he, you know, the, like the blaster bolt dent in the same spot. He's got the green, red, uh, yellow sleeves it looks exactly like boba fett and it's at uh minute 1831 so people have been wondering oh is the mandalorian you know a fett or is he a is he boba fett they people are looking at this saying maybe boba fett's there maybe we're going to run into him and it's going to be like our mandalorian will be speaking to boba and maybe he's the one running that whole facility down there we only saw one aspect of it in that uh he brought the beskar in as well as the uh, calamari cash, <laughs> calamari mm-hmm. coin, whatever you want to call that, which was cool to see that type of currency. He was getting paid with that. Um, so, and they were talking about his his uh, what was it? Not his sigil, but his signet. Uh, mm-hmm. His yeah. signet has that been revealed yet? He said not yet. Um, soon, she says, or she, you know, she 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 replied. And so, what's that all about? Is mm-hmm. is he from some super important family? I mean, is he? Yeah, I don't know. Is he a fet? You know, is he related Maybe. to Boba? 
That's a that's that's a theory. I do, you know I do, the whole him like like reforging his armor is just so cool. It's just for like the the Mandalorian and the idea of them yeah. and how they're all in. You know, that's like a very big part of their their culture and everything. I, so I I thought that was awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was, and that's when that you get that intense music, and he's sitting there, and they say you know there was enough there that because uh, you don't need a lot of it. It's super. It's it's super um, mm-hmm. hard and whatever. By the way, when he was in the cantina and they ask, "Is that real Beskar?" and he scrapes his sword across um, his armor, kind of indicating that it's not, and that he's going to have to right. update his armor at some point in time. That was pretty cool. Uh, but there's leftover for what did they call it? Foundlings? I mm-hmm. think is what they called them. So yeah. so younglings, foundlings. You know, um, and he said, "I was once a foundling," and then he starts to have those flashbacks. You know, yeah. of what probably could have been the purge, or or was was Through he the being force. protected? Yeah, yeah. Was it was it a force vision? I don't know. Uh, yeah, no. It just kind of seemed like it was his memories, and uh, I don't know. It was uh, it was it was wild. Oh my gosh! Before I forget this, did you notice? Did you notice that? Because you just mentioned the force, right? We you don't think the you don't think the Mandalorian's force sensitive, do you? I mean, maybe. Yeah, I mean, it's possible. It's possible, isn't it? Dude, at the end, check it out. When he's standing in front of uh, Baby Yoda, now it could be that that little cradle has, like, right. its own, mm-hmm. cyst, you know, like, whatever it can be. Or it could just be that the baby's floating it's, there because of the Force. Because of the Force. Either the Mandalorian has just lifted him up with the Force, or that baby is literally already Force-sensitive and is floating there in midair in front of um, I know, think our, that. Our I think it's character. that. I think it's that the baby's force sensitive. I think so too, and I actually think that might be why, I, like, whether it's almost like, guess this is gonna sound crazy, but it's it's like, kind of when the force awakens in Ray and she doesn't even really know what she's doing. I think Yoda's species is so in tune to the force that it would just protect the child. You know what I mean? Like the force would just be doing its thing. Anyways, side. Oh, side absolutely. There, but absolutely. Yeah, so, gosh, just, man, some some really cool stuff. Uh, so many cool creatures in this. Yeah, the the things they ride, I, th- I thought it was kind of funny because on one hand, you, one hand you see this guy, you know, you're looking at this Mandalorian, and you're like, God, he's such a boss. I mean, he's got, you know, rocket, you know, he's got rockets and the cool guns and everything, but he can't ride one of these simple little animals. Yeah. But then I remember, oh, yeah, you know, he did like it, you know, Boba Fett got trapped in the Sarlacc pit, so... Yeah, at all. I thought I thought it all I thought it all kind of worked out. But then he calms the animal down, much like Anakin in Episode Two. So yeah, I saw that. That's what I was thinking. Like, like he, he's using his hands to calm him down, all that good stuff. Yeah. Um, now there was another character who, and I don't. It seems like we're gonna get to see this, see him more. He was kind of this pig-faced hermit alien who's an Ugnaught. Um, I think his name is, Qu- uh, gosh, Quill or something. Qu- Kyle. Quill? I don't know. Yeah, it was something like Q-U- that. Or, I'm sorry, K-U-I-I-L. I have no idea. You put two I's together and I, I, I you know, it doesn't help me uh, at all there with the pronunciation. But anyway, so that, that character looked pretty cool. You know, he, he helped him out right away. And here's my question. Can, I, can we do some, like, major, like, things after seeing this? Like, who was in charge of having Baby Yoda there? Like, who put Baby Yoda there? Like who were those Lore people? Lore Santeca. Lore Santeca. <laughs> I I just say yeah or no. <laughs> now I don't know. Um, probably Yoda or Yaddle, man. 
Well, that's what I'm. Well, they're they're being guarded. I mean, he, this this child is being guarded, but we didn't really see any like leadership there at the facility. We don't know. Did Palpatine stash the child there? Did, like you said, did Yoda put the the, the child there? And then, I mean, they're supposed to be protecting him or something. It just doesn't really. I think that's what we're going to learn more about is, is uh, you know how this child got there. And and as you said, it looked like in the flashbacks that the Mandalorian was having trouble, just just kind of seeing that that some of the other foundlings and himself, like he was protected uh, by Mandalorians and, and his own people, uh, and he sees this child that is defenseless and maybe does know mm-hmm. what a rarity this is and decides himself to well he shoots IG eleven and protect this child, you know, kind of like paying a debt, if you will. So. You'd have to think, though, that a lot of people don't know what it is because they just think it's an alien creature. Because, you know, uh, in Wikipedia, it talks about how Yoda's race is very, they're hard to come by. Like, very, yeah. you, you could probably go your entire life without ever seeing one and be somebody who travels all over the galaxy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's super shrouded in mystery. I, I think their homeworld is a secret. They keep it a secret. I don't think it's anything they would ever reveal. And I don't know. That's that's I think what we're going to explore. It's yeah, here's the thing. This is I don't know what they're going to do in the Rise of Skywalker because this was mind melting for me. I mean, this yeah. was absolutely mind melting. It's a big I deal. Yeah, I'm him, it. It, it. It's a big. It's a big deal. Though I texted you last night. I was like, dude, big deal. This is yeah. a big, big deal because yeah. it it kind of changes the game a little bit, man. Yeah, it well because I'm thinking even like Ray's order going forward. I mean, if you have a, a child here who is born, I'm guessing well, five years after five years after Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm not not born then, but I mean this is taking place five years after the Return of the Jedi. Like Ray isn't even born yet, right? I mean, so you're gonna have no. Ray coming out in in a, in a couple years, right? Yeah, um, yeah. So, I can't. I yeah. I don't think. Because you're talking five years, I don't think Ray or Kylo would be born yet. Yeah, so it's just it's kind of interesting that this what happens to this individual, you know, um, in, in another, like I said, another thirty years. Are you a Padawan status? Are you going to be like? Is Ray going to be the mat? Like, is this going to be her? Are we seeing her future apprentice here? <laughs> this is like this is kind of yeah. Crazy. Is this is this character still alive? I, with with the age span, it's just sort of like absolutely, and this is a force sensitive that I'm just, it's it's mind boggling because we know how long the species lives, and I know where Ray's at in the story, and if Ray lives and and carries on this order, uh, and continues to pass on what she has learned, well then here we go. I mean, this is she'll encounter this this individual who is strong in the force already. So think unless about that. that for a unless second. unless that baby is on one of those planets destroyed by the first order. Yeah, it would suck. Baby's on, yeah. Uh, Baby Yoda's on Hosnian Prime, and you never know. Gonzo, yeah, it's crazy. Did we learn the name of the planets? I think we uh, we. I don't think I we did. Didn't see in any of the stuff that I was reading their names, and that was what I was I was kind of wondering about. Like I I was a little confused as to, you know, we see him approaching and leaving a planet, and we know he was on a, co- a couple of different ones, but yeah. I just don't really know exactly where they're at, and I think that might come that might come later on. So, okay. and if, if yeah, people I was, did, I was, like, if there I was names, looking there, I didn't see yeah. it. Yeah, if if there were names mentioned, you let us know. Send us a 
a transmission, and we I'd love to talk about that. I'm guessing they're going to introduce new locations, though. This might be a new new place. It it almost seems like when he got the information, I the the, the transitions. It was hard to tell. Like when he right. left the Imperials, did he go off world and then show back up where there was like a Mandalorian refuge, or did he just walk through the streets? And then just down the road from where he had had the exchange of information with the Imperials, the, like that's where the Mandalorians are hiding out as a, as a, a you know, a little colony where they're trying to rebuild themselves. Mm-hmm. I need to go back and look at that again because maybe it was more clear and I just I just didn't notice. Again, I before we started recording, it was, you know, 15 minutes after I'd just seen it. I didn't go back and right. take a second look. Um, so I, I'm looking here on Wikipedia. It looks like the next episode's coming out this Friday. Shut up. Are you serious? So it says, it says, Dece- I mean, this is Wikipedia. It says December 15th or November 15th, excuse me, which would be Friday. So that would be cool. I wonder if, the, like, do they have any more after that or is it just qu- kind of like. Then it looks like it goes weekly. So maybe they just want to want to get another episode out on Friday because they think a lot of people will be buying Disney Plus on the weekend. Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes weekly, you said? On, that's, on what it, that's, what, that's what it looks like. Yeah. Sounds great to me. Yeah, that's awesome. So we're going to have to do another episode this this weekend. Sounds great. I'm down. I'm 100% down. That's that is so cool cuz I'm guessing he's going to take this this uh, child and he's going to have to go back and figure out what he's going to be on the run. The Imperials are going to be after him. They're going to know that, that Well, he, unless unless he just takes the baby back. Maybe he does. Maybe and then he, he realizes, "Hey, I don't like the looks of this." Right. Yeah, because it does look like, you know, I, IG11 was going to terminate the child, which is interesting that IG eighty eight or I'm sorry, IG eleven got right. a different order than what he got. I mean he was like cap you know, either take the asset He's, alive or right. or dead, you know. Well so, I bet there's rival guilds. Yeah, but it seemed like this like IG eleven was from his guild. Like he knew he recognized they kinda had a um it seemed like they were from the same same spot. So I don't know. I, that's what it seemed like, but yeah, I mean, it's it's possible. So, hmm. oh, dude, I I don't know, man. I was so. so it's so awesome. I was so blown away. I loved every second of it, and um, I'm actually once we get done recording, probably gonna go Rewatch watch it, it again. Yeah, yeah, I might do the same. I definitely want to go. I'm definitely gonna go watch Rogue One. But yeah, Mandalorian, man, I'm I'm excited. I feel good about that first episode. You know, once we have episode two under our belts. Then I'll be like, all right, I can see a little bit more about how this is going to go. We know we're going to at least get two seasons, so yeah, that's 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 definitely exciting. The, um, the, I mean, it's, it's hard to say because we're only one episode in, but anything that we saw that could possibly tie into Rise of Skywalker, other than a Yoda baby, yeah, which we which we, we definitely tried to do there. I think if they're going to do stuff like that and they're dropping this this level of craziness, I like I could see. You know the resistance is out trying to cr- like like recruit people, and mm-hmm. I didn't see any Mandalorians or any any evidence that they would that they went to Mandalore to get help or whatever. And I haven't read far mm-hmm. enough in Resistance Reborn to see if they do that. But that'd be kind of wild if, if a few Mandalorians showed up or even you know a small group of them because they kind of say uh, like one Mandalorian strike force is like an army man. I mean it's sort of like your Jedi. I mean they're they're legit. They can go in there and just oh absolutely take out a battalion. So. That would be kind of cool if there was some some tie in there, and then maybe along the way, I keep hoping for a reference to the New Republic or getting tidbits of information about what happened 
you know, after after Jakku, Jakku, and then yeah, before Bloodlines. Like, what's the state of the galaxy like? Is there are they going to hear something from a relay station out there on the outer rim that kind of lets them know what's happening? Or did did maybe Master Skywalker fought some epic battle we didn't know about? Maybe there was another threat before Snoke. You know, there's a lot of time in between there where in one or two years you could have an invasion. You know, something something could have happened, and and mm-hmm. we might might hear about that, and it'd be kind of cool just to you know see see what um, what that's yeah, like. I, I I don't know if there's going to be any other major connection. This is a huge one. I mean, this is it's a big deal. This is something I never thought I never ever ever would have expected. I did. I I am just absolutely shocked that they did this. And I'm super happy that they did. Uh, mm-hmm. Here's my question to you. Uh, when, well, first of all, do you have any Rise of Skywalker connections? Well, you think? I mean, hey, Carl Weathers seems old enough to be a dad of possibly Finn. Yeah, okay, there you go. Yeah, I'm just saying, hey, that'd be a big tie-in. Yeah, and how did he get, what's his backstory? How did he get involved in all of this? Right. Yeah, that's 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 true. Um, what about this, though? You know, there's been speculation about a Yoda spinoff. I mean, is this more? Well, hey, man, we, maybe. Literally, literally, we have it. Like, we don't need it. We're not waiting on it anymore. It's here. Mm-mm. This is Yoda's Yoda's spinoff. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I just think it's kind of cool that, that they're they're willing to be this bold and kind of go for it. And I think, I think it's awesome. The, the, the only other thing that would be neat to me, and it won't be a Rise of Skywalker tie-in, but but some of tying up Rebels and Sabine Wren and her whole her family and maybe maybe this guy maybe this Mandalorian's related to House Wren uh, mm-hmm. or or House Fett who knows maybe it's a brand new house we haven't met or clan or what have you so yeah that'll be kind of kind of cool to see but yeah I don't know so all right man well guys it, it, we're one episode in and there's so much speculation to go around uh, I guess we're gonna be back Friday with yeah some more at least with some more Mandalorian because there's a new episode so um absolutely. absolutely so all right and keep uh stay tuned for some more of our first shot stuff as we continue to count down towards the rise of skywalker so we want to thank you for hanging out in hyperspace in our next episode we will be discussing general pride's role in rise of skywalker if you like our podcast don't forget to subscribe like us write a review leave a comment or send us a transmission at hyperspacehangout at gmail.com we will see you tomorrow and remember that traveling through hyperspace ain't like dusting crops
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.